0: Josh. So we talked at lunch. What can you tell us about being an employee versus a business owner? What's been your experience and what can you tell uh, my friends and uh, people out there?
1: Um, being an employee can be fun. It's not for everyone, it's definitely not for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think when you are a business owner, uh,
0: you learn to be a responsible employee as well because you're employee number one. You're the person that started the business. You're your employee number one. If you start your own business, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And you learn to be. You value every every past employer that you had and
1: how difficult it was maybe for them to manage you. And you may have been having a really tough time in your past uh, job, but mostly because you just didn't really uh, re- really uh, appreciate. The employer's time because as as an employee i think you take a very negative outlook because you feel like your time and is owned by someone else and you're financially controlled by that by that employer so i think you begrudge a lot of it but then when you're on the other side of the equation i think you learn to appreciate
0: it Mm, nice so um yeah so did you because me i had the corporate job for two for two years did you have that at one point, and then you transitioned? Into I did. Yeah, and I what, did. Yeah. What was what was your motivations there? Um, what was,
1: what I don't think like? anyone truly enjoys their jobs, and if they tell you so, they Do are lying to you your face. I didn't enjoy my any of my any of my jobs, uh, but I don't begrudge a single minute, a single second of any of the work that I have to do now as a business owner. Even if some days or some months I have to work twelve hours a day to achieve what I need, I never think negatively about any of the work that I do on my business. It's a very different uh, concept.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like people were like taught like you know get your dream job, you know, good get the education that you can get your dream job. And I was realizing like recently. The dream job is to not have a job and like young people mostly I mean obviously in school they don't teach us this but like people never consider that an option like you don't have to have a job oh, yeah. What what you need is is income and so people are just like I mean I'm speaking to my past self when I was in high school I didn't ever think of like having my own business or being an entrepreneur just creating some income so I can do what I want it's always like what it's going to be your dream job working exactly. for someone else. So it's like this key little mindset switch. And like the, most people, everyone here has, but I was just like, oh, yeah, number one, if I'm an employee for life, I'm never going to be free and in control of my, my time and my right. vacation time, my travel, etc. And number two, you're never going to get rich as an employee.
1: No. And here's the hypocrisy of our society. Our society is essentially breeding a workforce. And that's why yeah. they try to inculcate these ideas into your head when you're, yeah. a, when you're younger. They put this path ahead of you that you have to get really good at one skill in order to be able to exchange your time for money and become somebody's um, employee. Yeah. But actually, the hypocrisy is that our society is driven by uh, a capitalist economy, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it is really, I think, ironic that most of us live in a capitalist society, but we don't think about becoming a capitalist even though our society is clearly designed to favor mostly the capitalist as opposed to the employee, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where I think, uh, you know, as soon as you get over that initial barrier and, and you're, you shift your, your mindset, from the mindset of I need to constantly improve my resume to make myself more and more employable to who cares about my resume really I should never have to worry about my resume ever again I should only worry about starting and growing businesses until I get to that point of financial independence fire whatever you want to call it whatever your end Mm -hmm. goal is
0: Mm -hmm. fuck yeah that all being said you know at the beginning you you gotta eat so like after college you you gotta get that corporate job (laughs) Your freaking sign just fell over. Um, but anyway, you got to, you know, get that corporate job, get that sales job right after college. But, like, as long as you know in the back of your mind that, like, yep, I'm going to save my money and be doing side hustles on the side, then, like, you're good. So, like, you don't need to be like ashamed at your job because you need one to start, yeah, to, to feed yourself, but uh, long-term, if you got the entrepreneurial I, mindset, it's the way to
1: be. That's true, and I don't agree that you need to get a lot of experience before you start a business. Actually, it's much faster to learn something when you're on your own, ah. uh, and a lot of people think, okay, I need my own business, but maybe another five years because I don't feel like I have the right level of experience. Yeah. You can always learn yeah. on on the task of oh, doing, yeah. doing your own business, but I think what you do need is some experience being hired by by a company that's, that maybe is slightly impressive so that you are never lured back into the workplace. Because if you start too early and all you've done is businesses, you're not entirely 100% successful, you're doing well, you might still in the back of your, your head think, um, you know, if someone, like coca-cola or like a big name company comes to you and offers you a job you might be tempted because you've never worked for a big company and you might say wow that's amazing i get to be like in a dream job type of thing but of course that's going to be just like any other job if if not worse yeah because some of the big companies you know are are well known for treating their employees like a like a like a number and not really giving you any work satisfaction and you know work for a big company so that you know that you don't like it Work for a small company where is probably where, you, where you're going to learn most things. Once you've done those two things, then you're probably set. You're probably set to start your own business. And it doesn't have to be that late in life, right?
0: Yeah. That's what I think. Freaking dude. there's You can be a teenager. You can be in high school. Literally. And everyone has laptops, aka it's, it's a side hustle. Start your side yeah. hustle, whether it be Amazon or any business models I always talk about. You can do that from your dorm room or from your room or parents' basement. You can. Learn by doing. And it's, like, so funny how, like, yeah. I talk about the college thing, going to business school, paying $100,000 to go to business school when you can learn better just by starting your own business from your laptop.
1: Hey, and there's always someone who is going to be willing to mentor you. <laughs> um, you're never going to run out of resources. I think mm-hmm. if you show commitment, if you show the willingness to put in the work on your own, People are going to be magnetized to you, and they're going to want to help you out, right? So every business owner, like you and I, and anyone else around here, if someone comes to me with a question, first I'm honored and flattered, and you know immediately I want to jump in and try to help them. Mm-hmm. And I may end up giving away stuff that's proprietary, or giving away things that are really important to me, and and maybe constitute like a, you know a, a really secure part of my business that I think I, I wouldn't be otherwise so happy to disclose but if somebody comes to me I'm just like I have this human need to just like give back you know yeah and I think everyone here will be in the same situation like you just approach another business owner approach another person that can Mm -hmm. teach you something Mm -hmm. they will they will admire your passion they'll admire what you're doing and they'll be really flattered that you're coming to them for help they'll be more than happy to give you
0: some tips Fuck yeah. We live in the easiest time ever to connect, to create your own business, to not have to have a job, because you, some people may be realizing that, oh, I don't have to have a job? All you need is income, and it's gonna be way better if it's, uh, uh, it's, it's your own business, because you're in control of your time. You can scale it to the moon, way past a million dollars, whereas like these big companies, Coca-Cola, the top positions are only making like 300K, like they have that, that ceiling. And they so, live in
1: big, expensive cities where they're yep. not even probably saving that much of their money. They're exposed to all sorts of liabilities. Mm-hmm. And look, income is all you need for sure. But also, what you do need is to overcome the fear uh, of, of putting behind you, you know, the conventional lifestyle yeah. of having a job. And I think yeah. the number one thing to overcome is, you know, that leap of faith. You're starting a business and, and going on your uh, going going it alone, where you're not guaranteed an income yet. But yeah. you know, you're in the startup phase. Yeah. Um, I think when you've made that decision the fear goes away because fear is always in the imagination right you think about it and you're like i'm never going to be i know i want to do this but i mean my life is too stable i have too many responsibilities but once you've made the decision you've really moved uh moved along with your plan right mm-hmm. all of a sudden magically even if you're not making money in the beginning yeah. the fear goes away was that yeah. the same for you
0: yes because i had the mindset like we committed we wanted to do this like hey if johnny and jabril can do that we we'll see i see them on youtube then why can't I do it? Yeah, yeah. So it's that 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 is a big thing. Just just uh, believing in yourself, knowing it's possible. But once you commit, like people ask, like, didn't you worry about money? Or didn't you worry about failure? It's like that. Just like sports, just like life, it's all Dude, mental. Just like it's paragliding, I was
1: I was shit scared of paragliding. I did it in Rio, and all the way up, I was terrified. I was shaking. And, I, and I, was, I was on the verge of the, on the edge of that cliff and I was about to jump off. The minute we left the ground, my fear dissipated. It yeah. disappeared. Yep. And I think it's the same with, with, with making any crucial decision. Yes, you will worry about money and your lifestyle, yeah. making changes, selling your house, you know, yeah. giving Anything up your hard, lifestyle. Yeah. But the minute you've made that decision, all of a sudden, something inside your brain just clicks and you find that passion, you find that drive and I'm telling you this not only from personal experience but from anyone I've spoken to that fear just goes away Mm -hmm. and my other uh, advice to anyone who's willing to start out would be maybe in the beginning don't worry about social media and telling anyone about what you're doing like I only just got on Instagram today the other day you're like my number First number one. <laughs> I really enjoyed that stealth mode and not having to answer to anyone mm. or listen to any external white noise. And I, I felt that I interfered a lot with my decision making ah. because it kept making me sort of change directions in my thinking. I had a thought this something might work out. I totally isolated myself. I put myself in literally a basement, a dark basement for a few months. Didn't even tell my mom what I was doing, right? Yeah. And I felt that gave me, strangely, instead of sapping the energy for me, it gave me more energy. Mm. I was more focused. I didn't have to go on, you know, parties, vacations. It was just me and my business 24-7. Wow. And, and that period for me was was crucial. And I, I would mm. seriously uh, advocate it. You know, if you're thinking of starting something uh, from scratch and you're worried about what, what society or what people might think or what, every, what your mom might think, just don't tell them. Do yeah. it on your own, no social media, try to get some sales. The minute you have your first client, that's when your responsibilities are gonna kick in. I have mm-hmm. to now service that client. Mm-hmm. And you'll find the the stamina, you'll also find, I think, the uh, the uh, dedication and, and and the discipline that you need to follow through and satisfy the needs of that client. Yeah. Because you'll think you'll be thinking every day, oh shit, if this doesn't work, I'm gonna be so embarrassed. Yeah. Yep. Right. So exactly. That's my yeah. my advice in a nutshell. But again, don't just take my advice because everyone's different, right? Yeah. Maybe what worked for me may not work for someone who's an extreme extrovert and just relies yeah. constantly on like the uh, the input of other people.
0: Yep. What kicked me into action was I told my friends I'm going to move to Thailand before I made money online. Right, so right. it's the same kind of psychology. It was the uh, that kind of fire a fear of uh, social embarrassment. Yeah. Let's say a year goes by and I'm still still at home, right, not right. in Thailand. I don't, I was, uh, it was the social accountability yeah. um, thing. That works for me. So I've, I hear people saying both. Both ways. Uh, and I get what you're saying. For me, the commitment really was my first
1: client. Yeah. And I didn't really care about it. In fact, it would probably cause me more anxiety talking to people than commitment. And then there's the other thing that happens to me, and I think my brother and I also have this uh, similarity. Mm-hmm. When he always comes to me with a different idea, and I used to do that as well. I just I come up with a different idea, and so, like, I say like I really think that would be a great business. The minute I share my idea, I think my brain just like secretes a little bit of dopamine, mm-hmm. and it it gives me the satisfaction of almost doing the work, even uh, though I'm doing nothing. I so I see. walk away with a strange satisfaction of like, oh. Ah. I did some work today, but I actually did nothing, right? Yep. And the more I talk about it, the more I deplete that, that energy. That excitement, yep. And then um, it almost just gives you that your 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 reward center just gives you like a little bit of a thrill. Mm. And then you're left with emptiness. Mm. So for me, I didn't have that. I didn't have that thrill. And when I got my first client, that was my time to actually be like, oh, I have to, I guess, stop being yep. lazy now. Yep. It
0: goes into the whole uh, other point of, of jumping in is... Uh, have some sort of fire up under your ass that forces you to take action. Like for For me, like people ask me, should I have, should I make money online, like stable income before I live, move abroad or quit my job? Every situation is different. I came to the Nomad Summit five years ago before I had any income online. I had like 8K in savings. And it was like, all right, let's figure do it or out. Die. So yeah. it was do or die situation. Do or die. So I'm not saying like... Doesn't, yeah, again, not for everyone. Yeah, it's not for um, everyone.
1: I think the first speaker today said, you know, go remote before you start traveling. And like, that's what I did. I, I just realized at some point I'm working out of, a, of an apartment in London, which is costing me a lot of money. I could just be doing the same thing from anywhere in the world. And at yeah. that point, when I was certain that it was, I, was, I had some, you know, some steady income or I had some streams where I could rely on, for at least a few a few months, mm-hmm. you know, I felt a little bit more confident in actually making making the uh, you know making the leap. But yeah. I knew as well how typically my budget uh, cycle uh, works out, and I could I could plan according the plan plan around that. Mm-hmm. Again, you sound like you're kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum, where you just you know social interactions are key for you. That's mm-hmm. why you're on social media, mm-hmm. and also you like the the desperation of like it's like if I don't do this now, yeah. I'm in trouble. So you've yeah. got like the carrot and the stick yeah. for you the motivating factors are very different. You know, the negatives and the pluses. But I'd say find out what those are for you. Find out what the carrot is for you. Find out what the stick is for you. You know, for me, the stick was, I don't like the embarrassment of failing my, you know, disappointing my, my clients. And for me, that was a huge stick. It's like, if this doesn't work out, it's going to be like I'll lose face right yeah and then the carrot for me was of course uh, you know having that financial independence and not having to work for anyone so I don't like putting myself beneath other people it yeah it really takes a lot of you know uh, life satisfaction life, away from me
0: exactly which is one of the points that you mentioned at lunch as well is being an employee like makes you like a lesser person like as you're saying because it takes away life force right. because like psychologically you like your time is controlled or whatever
1: Your time, yeah, exactly. Your time is owned by someone else. And, you know, there's no way anyone could tell me, I have this great job. No, man, I know. You live in a city where traffic (laughs) sucks. You have to commute. There's no way you wake up at 6 o'clock every morning after, you know, watching Netflix the night before. And think to yourself, wow, my job is amazing. You're not going to think that. You will think, oh, shit, I really have to do this now again. But it's raining, you know. And I love the, I think as human beings, the one thing we all have in common is, we'd like to have options. Yeah. We'd like to be able to wake up in the morning and say, I don't want to work today. Yeah. I just don't feel like oh. it, you know? Somebody call me, I have to go somewhere, I don't know, there's not. You know, it's my but,
0: favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the
1: best thing ever, right? Oh, I love it. And yeah. equally, you also want to know that whenever you are working, it doesn't suck. Like, it just, you, it doesn't sap the life out of yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Like, that you're doing something because you're growing something that yeah. you own in your job. The minute you're fired or you quit, that's it. That's you're completely disconnected yeah. from any of the assets that you helped build. Yeah. And I think that's a crucial point. You're building assets for someone else when you're working as an employee. Mm-hmm. That's another dif- key difference. Yeah. When you're working for yourself, you're building your own assets. You can sell yeah. it, you can yeah. swap it, you can, you know, downsize it, upgrade it. It's every day you're adding a piece to that yeah. little, you know, the pile of, of apples that in, yeah. in your barrel, right? Yeah. And you get to keep them all at the end or lose them. But if you're an employee, you're going to lose them anyway.
0: You know? You get fired, you own nothing. Yeah, You got nothing now. Stock options are just a sweetener. And and any of those things, golden handcuffy things, are
1: meant to just, you know, mitigate the pain. If it wasn't painful, they wouldn't offer these things. If jobs were awesome, they would just, people would be lining up to take the job for less of of a payoff, right? Why are people constantly looking for that position, get the promotion? Promotion means 10 times the work for maybe 20% more money. No one has ever, and you can't say no to promotion because it sounds like you're not serious enough about your job. So it's like a double-edged sword. Any of the stuff that, that happens in the corporate world is literally designed to destroy your soul
0: entirely. <laughs> you said it, so I don't have to say it, guys. Um, yeah. Yeah, like when you said about um, when you're working for your own business, it, like it's satisfactory and it, it doesn't feel like work. When people ask me, how much do you work? I actually underestimate the hours. And like Danny was telling me recently, he's like, dude, you work so much. Like I'm on my laptop like at lunch or like late at night. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like forgot that this is work. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm excited about building this new revenue stream. that's gonna make me some more passive income and scaling what I'm already doing. So it's like, it doesn't even feel like work.
1: You're totally right. And people in your, in your personal life, you know, your personal connections, friendships, relationships will point things out because from their perspective, they may still think they're still thinking from an employee's perspective yeah. right if your girlfriend sees you working like you know past midnight on, on yeah. a saturday night yeah. instead of going out and enjoying yourself to her you are an idiot and a slave yeah right? she yeah. can't understand like that inside of your brain there's nothing but just zen yeah because to you it's like you're just you're giving a few you know final touches to a project or you're yeah. like you're caressing your baby at that stage. Yeah, exactly. To you that's not working. Yeah. You know, but if you're working in finance and you're in the middle of the city and you and you're in the office until four in the morning, then yeah. she has every right yeah. to berate you yeah. for, for staying up that late. Yeah. But it's different when it's your own business. And like, yeah. you know, I I understand, I accept that advice. Your mom will tell you you're working too hard. I accept that the work-life balance is important. But I
0: have the work-life balance.
1: It's just it's it's structured in a different way, I mm-hmm. think.
0: Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And as you mentioned, being able to take the day off because it's rainy or because you don't feel on point that day. Let me tell you guys, it's my favorite thing. I love to, let's say today was Tuesday. I can go out and party on a Tuesday, take Wednesday off because I am my freaking own boss and that is worth millions. Taking days, full days off too. I take three-day weekends often Weekends, like you know, we you know, it's for five day weekends. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I take I took a one month and went and road tripped Kenya. Uh, You know, we take weeks off sometimes. Um. After the, our freaking New Year's Eve bash, I, the whole week off. I was just like recovering. But so that too, taking days off. But also during the day, being able to work when you want is worth millions. Of, being able to exactly being when I wake up, I don't feel I don't feel rested. I sleep in. Maybe like twenty percent of days, just because I wake up. Yeah. Not rest. Afternoon naps are my favorite oh, now. Yeah.
1: Totally incorporated back into yeah. my life. I'm Greek, so like this is my bread and butter. Oh yeah. You know, Thank having you that buffet, siesta yeah. in the middle of the day. Yeah. For me, is like an injection of energy, and you know, I can't live without it. I don't want to be like in the post lunch slump phase at work, yeah. dragging my feet. Because yeah. somebody's telling me, I got I to gotta go back to work until 5 p.m., zero productive, yeah. you know, just looking for ways to fill my time to show that I'm doing something. And it is so draining. And I think, you know, it's important to note that even at the expense of, of, of generating more wealth or being more productive, it's important to have that time off yeah even if there's a failure you know sometimes i've, I've done things especially early on in my business where i missed an important call because i w- i slept through it you know <laughs> yeah i would be fired on yeah. the spot if that yeah. happened to me in in the position Can you imagine telling your boss oh i missed that call what happened oh, i fell asleep yeah i mean you're you know immediately on the spot you're fired right yeah which is an, an anxiety by in, in by it in, 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 by itself but here's the thing walking away from that failure even if you lose that client or even if something goes terrible you have no one to answer to. Yeah. And you, you know, I, I remember something like that happened to me and I celebrated the failure almost yeah, listen, more than a success. Go, go, uh, yeah. I was like, I'm so happy yeah. that I can just fuck up and nobody the is there to, to tell me you don't have a job anymore. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's there to tell me, you know, you're on a performance review. Yeah. Or just negative things won't happen.
0: I'll just, I'll find some, I'll find money somewhere else. You yeah, know, exactly. I'll find a way. If, like, I always have like a, uh, I have a, a, also a, a side freelance slash agency business. Like, this message is piling up. Like, I didn't check it for a week. I was like, I'm on my own time. I don't, I don't have to reply. Like, if anything, do it for the ability to sleep in when you feel like it. Do it for the ability to take a three day weekend or four or five day weekend when you feel like it. Do it for the ability to go on that one, two, three, four week trip when you're asked because those things are worth intangible millions of dollars
1: and that's what matters at the end of the life at Mm -hmm. the end of your life when you look back on your life i think the only metric that truly matters is how happy were you Mm -hmm. and how consistent was that feeling of just life satisfaction contentedness right Mm. it doesn't matter exactly what led to that right if it was money then by all means chase money go into banking whatever the quickest route to money right yeah but maybe there were other things that are important to you and if you if you live a very successful on paper life but actually you report very low on the satisfaction scale mm-hmm. then i don't want your life you know i don't care if you're a ceo of a fortune 500 company if you tell me at the end of you know your career that you know what i I just hated most of it. I just did it for yeah. the cash. Yeah, what did you do with your time? You know, being unhappy, even though you're accumulating wealth that you're now not enjoying because you never really built any habits or friendships or relationships around the things that really matter to you. That's a wasted life, even though on paper it sounds amazing. Yep. So keep those things in like yeah. a fine balance in mind, and you'll be fine. At the end of the day, just do it because you'll regret if you don't do it. And uh, if you're still in the in the consideration phase and you need some motivation, then there's a huge network you can tap into.
0: Well, if you made it this far, then at this point, just like tag some friends because you already know. Um, And I I was going over this uh, recently in Bali with someone. Google the article about the top regrets of people on their deathbed. It's all the things that we just said. It's not living true to yourself. It's working too much. It's uh, working for someone else. Um, not having enough time to take for myself and travel and it's all about relationships they say it's like i wish i kept relationships better relationships with family and friends it's all relationships time doing what makes you happy and, and that's at the, at the end of the day a lot of, of business and creating this whole passive income yeah. that we're talking about is to have the time to do what we want and which which uh, you know for our work week we'll say is is chasing what excites you aka yeah, ha- aka and the dreamlining
1: and all that i think there's two sides to this story adding cumulatively adding good things to your life things that really truly matter but also to be happier sometimes it's easier to just also remove negative things from your life mm. whatever is making you whatever stressing you out or is making you unhappy like Your boss, the relationship with your boss is a a big one. That's why Mm. people leave jobs, you know, because that's the number one relationship that matters. Mm. If that relationship is not really working out, if you're in a toxic personal relationship or if anything in your life is just a source of anxiety, maybe it's easier to just achieve happiness by taking those things away. Mm. And having the option to take things away from your life is a quickest route even if you're earning less money overall maybe you can't pay yourself the same salary you know with your new business um, but you may not need it um, you may be able to just remove things like minimalize your life um, and also remove those negative um, influences from 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 your life whatever they may be
0: yep hey we live in we live in interesting times as they say start your own business get free hey you don't need a job we live in new times Josh appreciate the, the wisdom and Same uh minute. yeah the pe- people can find you i don't know links in the description or wherever
1: you can be my f- instagram
0: follower number four <laughs> will just got a free podcast that was a dope, <laughs> that was a dope talk you like <laughs> it? uh if you're watching this on youtube subscribe to the podcast living slash podcast and uh, tag a friend peace see you at the nomad summit in january every year check life. We just live in that
1: life. That life. Just that life.
0: you're listening to the living that life digital nomad podcast hit the subscribe button on itunes if you're a boss and check out the youtube channel for dope travel videos